You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Greetings dudes and lady dudes, Editing Proxy here. We've been creating This Week in Gaming for over a full year now, and having an absolute blast the whole way here. One of our favorite things about gaming culture is the connections you can make with other gamers. There are so many passionate people out there that love video games. Like you. And us. So we'd like to invite you to come join the Yadu Discord community, where we can talk with other gamers, find people to game with, share videos and gaming news, and hey, we'll be there too. So head down to the description below, or go to yadudegamers.com backslash community, and come join us for all the gaming goodness. Alright, that's enough for me. On to the show. Don't do the same things other people are doing, but also do things that are new to the industry, because that's the thing we like to do, so let's do that instead. Or whatever their slogan actually is. Uh, you can... <laughs> Welcome back, dudes and ladies, to This Week in Gaming. I am Proxy. I am Jack Mackerel. And I am Phineas and Ferb. Both Phineas and Ferb, where we have guests today. So, <laughs> well, well, silent, one silent guest. Yeah, so. uh, Ferb is, he, okay. doesn't, he doesn't talk much. So. That's, they're kind of like Jay and Silent Bob, but like for kids. But <laughs> no talking whatsoever. None. <laughs> Nada. So, uh, I'm actually going to start today off with uh, requesting a moment of silence for Total Biscuit, the cynical Brit, who, for those who haven't heard, passed away on Thursday of cancer, which he's been battling with for quite some time now. Uh, a lot of his friends and family, of course, deeply affected by it. He had been talking about it a lot in recent days, slash weeks, slash months. Um, so he's... He has now left us, so a brief moment for Total Biscuit. What a moment it was. So It's super tragic, because I was looking at his Twitter, because like, I knew the name, I never really knew who he was, and I was looking through like the last month of his Twitter feed, and it was basically him over and over again being like, I'm going into surgery, I'm doing great, I'm not doing great. I'm doing great. I'm not doing great. And then a couple days of silence. Yeah. And then he died. It was, I remember him talking about how he was focusing a lot more on streaming with his, I forget if it's girlfriend or wife. I'm going to go ahead and say wife. Yeah. That uh, they would be streaming together a lot more. And his hope was that she would take over his live streams when he's gone. Yeah. So he was very much acknowledging the fact that this was probably going to kill him. Uh, which. Well. When you have aggressive bowel cancer that spreads to multiple organs, it's kind of, you kind of understand what's going on. My heart goes out to the friends and family of Total Biscuit and anyone that he affected personally. Unfortunately, until recent news and whatnot, I never really knew him. I had heard the name, but I hadn't like followed his streams or really done a lot. But my heart still goes out to the friends and family. Um, And just a brief reminder that now is not the time to bring up stupid things he did during his life. Yeah. Like, Like, let's, let's have some time and respect for the family and friends. So I've seen that going around on Twitter, too, of people being like, hey, remember when he did this dumb thing? Yeah. It's like, it like, doesn't, you know, what's the funny thing about people who are dead is they're not here to defend themselves. So. <laughs> pretty well atoned, I think, at this point. Yeah. They, they, they can't defend themselves, so they can't, they can't tell you, hey, I'm sorry that I did that thing or, hey, I did that thing for a reason. So just yeah. fucking stop. <laughs> so moving on to lighter news. Uh, Jeff, what have you been playing this past week? Oh, God. <laughs> is it is it everything or just nothing? Uh, it's a little bit of everything. Okay. Again. Again. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of scrim? Uh, not a lot of scrim. I, well, after the podcast, 
last week. Yep. Your brother and I took a bus trip to New York City. Y'all sure did. Um, by did the way, did you bring the switch? Of course, I brought yeah. the switch with me. Okay, so, so I was left switchless. Sarah was for left switchless and had to <laughs> rely on her own capabilities of entertainment, i.e., two PS4s, a PS3, a PC. I mean, what's she gonna do? Play with herself? <laughs> that Skyrim. came out wrong. Is she play play two PS4s at the same time? Yes, she could multiplayer. Yes. Yeah. So um, but um, yeah, so uh, Cornelius and I went to New York City. We went to the Nintendo store. <gasps> How was it? Everything that you've ever dreamed of. I still have to show you pictures. You and do. The short video I took of their little gaming wall, mm-hmm. their screen. Was everything as expensive as I think it was? No. Wow. It was fairly <laughs> priced. Wow. But um, yeah, no. So like on the trip down, I, I only played a little bit. It's a four hour trip down. Short trip, but yeah, that's not bad. Um, I, I keep thinking back to the last time Corey took a bus somewhere and was, it was to Portland, to Portland, Oregon. So yeah. cross country four, four day days. bus trips. Yeah, no. Um, but um, I played Hyrule Warriors going down, and then coming back, I played a little bit of Skyrim. Uh, I just, that put me to the point where I realized that I just can't play Skyrim on the Switch. Nope. It, if I had the Pro controller with me, maybe. But, but then you'd have to balance the screen. Somewhere. Exactly. I can't do this. The switch. Yeah. Joy-Con controls with Skyrim. That's fine. Um, other than that, during the week, uh, my PlayStation card came in. So that was a mistake. <laughs> um, I bought bought and started playing uh, near Automata, which is pretty fun. It looks very good. It's beautiful. Uh, oh, graphically, God, um, soundtrack-wise, store like I'm actually kind of following the story. I actually, there's a gaming music podcast I listened to that was playing a track from Nair. It's beautiful. A- a- Automata, Automata. Automata. Um, a beautiful soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, it. Won, I'm excited to get to play it when you're done with it. It, it won best soundtrack, so Ooh. over Horizon. Wow. Right? I don't remember. It won a couple awards over Horizon. That Horizon, if Nier wasn't in should have won yeah either way um been playing that i picked up yakuza 6 with that i still haven't even installed that because i kind of want to get at least halfway through or bored with near yeah um i also picked up the three battlefields that are on the ps4 currently so that i didn't already have so that was battlefield 1 battlefield 4 and battlefield hardline I've been playing four and hardline because one will literally take me eight hours to beat. Yeah. Hardline is a little boring. Um, I tried doing some online play, but it's just not as wildly popular as the other three battlefields that are on the PS4. So yeah, there's so many out there right now. Yeah. It, I don't know. It might've just been like the server I was on either way. Um, then I played overwatch for like half an hour to get like my uh, anniversary stuff. See, I haven't even bothered with Overwatch in a real long time. I, yeah, I, I, at this point, I'd rather just watch the pro teams play. My, my thing is, is I still want to collect the skins and all that stuff, so I still at least log on at least once. Yeah. Once during every event. And even though like I didn't pick up any good skins, like they were just like base skins for, was I think it was Anna and... Uh, I think it was Farah. It was, yeah, it was An- Anna and Farah I got skins for. One was... Just a different color of Anna's um, costume, and I got the Bedouin costume for Farah. Okay. I, oh, and I've also been playing PUBG Mobile. Yeah. Which I oh yeah, you uh, forgot so about that. I've played a total of three games. 
I've only died once, and that was my own doing. It wasn't because someone else killed me. It's because you jumped I off I jumped motorcycle. off a motorcycle that was two inches in the air, and it said I <laughs> fell from too great of a distance. Oh, good. <laughs> but the other two times that I have played, I have gotten chicken dinners. Yeah. Sweet. Which is amazing. Takes 29.9 minutes to, pl- to win. Yeah, about that. Not half an hour. minutes. So you have to play two games to get the survive at least half an hour achievement. Oh, geez. Well, I mean, at least achievement unlocked for you, I guess. Yeah. But that's that's it. That's it for you. Yeah, that's it. That's all I've been playing. I had to think about that for a minute because I've been buying and playing a lot of things. Yeah. You need to stop. (laughs) The thing is, though, is I very rarely buy brand new games <laughs> and if i buy games i buy them in packs for the price of not even a whole game yeah i i definitely shop my deals and like where i just spent money using the playstation card i have another 50 dollars towards playstation that's yep, crazy which is the best which i got to redeem i just got the email today saying i had yeah it, so it's it's good just get yourself it took me a little while to get through the redemption process but uh yeah it seems pretty basic i'm already linked up and everything i already did that speaking of redemptions really quick mildly off topic for our extra life hartwell wanted to know if he could hop in for a couple hours of red dead 2 of course so that'll be a thing is it gonna have. be out by then Oh, yeah, because uh, yeah, Extra Life's not till November. Yeah, I for some reason, I Supposedly, thought... Supposedly, it I, should so, be out by then. I thought well, yeah, Red, Red, Red Dead wasn't coming out till November. I thought Red Dead was one of the ones that's been delayed a couple times, so I haven't... Well, it was supposed to be track. out in April. Right. And then it got pushed to the fall. Yeah. Oh, like, I guess we'll I find out. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, Sarah, what have you been playing this week? Oh, I was going to say, should we take a second and point out that, like, any of our actual real-life friends who want to fucking join us for Extra Life, please do, because we can't do it on our own. We can't do this for 24 hours on our own. Especially not with my schedule. Yeah. yeah. We well, can't. That's my work week. Yeah, we can't. I mean, the plan is still to split it up over the course of two days like yeah. we did last year because that worked still, out a lot better. But, but it, it worked out great. But by the end of Sunday, it's still real rough. Uh, also, I am looking to upgrade and get new shock collars for our shock fights that are really popular. So mm-hmm. if you have a brand of shock collars, you think... Uh, Your brother already has them saved. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, well, I'll he's still been... take suggestions, but yeah, he's been shopping. Well, see, because Corey wants to use the tens machines for electroshock therapy because they're safer, and that's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with safety. Yes. They measure heart rate, so you don't die. Yeah. As long as safety and entertainment can be balanced. Yes. With a heavier lean towards entertainment. Well, we might as well just get a fucking taser gun at this point. Well, then. that's what I was saying. Is people were suggesting shock collars that like, oh, this will drop a horse. I'm like, I'm not looking to kill people. I'm just. <laughs> Looking to put them in some discomfort. No, we're just looking to drop you. Yeah. Oh. I was like, I'm just looking to like make them really uncomfortable for yeah. the entertainment of the people and for the benefit of the children. Like, yeah. We don't need to kill anybody. This is your apartment. We'll never get the blood out of the carpet. Oh, jeez. Anyway, I haven't been playing shit this week because it's oh, been no. a really weird week. Like, I don't even know what. Have happened. you even been playing solitaire? I mean, yeah, before bed to like relax. Animal Crossing. No. Oh, jeez. I realized the Animal Crossing pocket camp was like uh, taking up a lot of my day. So I had to stop and just stop playing it. But like I've been watching you play like near and whichever and wherever I are and whichever one of the (laughs) battlefields you happen to be playing. The ones you were watching me play was four. It didn't look that bad. It looked it's okay. not. It it's, looked okay. it's very pretty and it's very hard on the settings yeah. that I have it set on. I've been meaning to play Skyrim because like it's in the switch. The switch is charged. It's all ready to go. I just I don't know. 
It's that you spent too many days without it. It's that kind of week, yeah. It's hard to go back. Yeah, it really is. What have you been playing? Oh, I mean, man. I know what you've been it's playing today. Today, yeah. Well, see, so after the podcast last week, uh, Annabelle and I decided that in preparation for uh, the NES Classics return, we would pick up a Super NES Classic. Yeah. So we did. And it's adorable, and I love it, and it's amazing, and it's so easy to have everything hooked up for live stream purposes. It's it's so good. We ran it through OBS and tested it out. We played Super Mario World and we played some Donkey Kong Country, I think. I think that's the one. Amazing. Um Super Mario was, World is it like one of the better Mario games. It was pretty good. IMO. But the uh oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I want to get some Super Mario RPG in cuz I played a little bit when I was over hanging out at with uh, our friends at Microbrew Gamers. Yeah. And I was enjoying myself. The thing that the only guff I have with it is these controllers are too darn new. Mm-hmm. Like they are classic Super Nintendo controllers, but They're... the controllers that I had when we were kids were beat to shit. So like the buttons just moved real easy. And these are kind of like, hey, we're new. We're yeah. still like, break me in, please. Yeah. So it's a little. Wanna, I kind of want to check out, check it out, check out like Super Mario World because that's one of my favorite fucking it's so good. games ever. Just to see because I never really wanted the the. The SNES or the NES Classic, but it's looking at it, it's real cute. It's it like is super, super cute. small. So I was playing on that for a while. Uh, Annabelle and I have been off and on Terraria. She's been on Terraria like nobody's business. Yes, she has. Um, myself, I just hop in every now and then to hang out and chill with Annabelle and craft some stuff and work on our world. Yeah. But I've also, okay, so I've been here, there, and everywhere when it comes to games this week. I actually tried out uh, World of Battleships. <laughs> which from the makers of world of tanks yeah i was like it's a free game i have to check it out and so i did it's, it's honestly pretty good i liked it uh i might get back into it a little bit but probably i'm not going to become a a world of battleships pro player i have a lot more on my plate than than that but yeah it was actually pretty good i liked it hmm. um i briefly hopped into oh boy a few other steam games nothing that I can remember, so it must not be anything worth mentioning. Yeah. I would really like to play explicitly bad Steam games for videos. Ooh. I think that would be really fun. There's plenty of those. I know. So that's... I know. That's, and they, uh, it yeah. might be like a, a couple bucks here and a couple bucks there because Steam, I guess, just lets you scam people when you make games. But I think that's a worthy investment. I mean, there's quite a few out there for free. Yeah. I wanted to hop back into uh, Doki Doki this week yeah but it didn't happen for me so oh well um outside of steam of course today i have been playing the dickens out of detroit become human because i picked it up this morning yep and it took way too long to install in my opinion which is to say it it, not any longer than normal how big was the game like 40 i think i don't really remember i just remember watching it download and thinking (laughs) to myself man i really want to play this Mm. actually while it was installing itself uh, I was playing Lumo, one of the free games that was on PS Plus way back when I first got PlayStation Plus about a year and some months ago. Yeah. So I was playing that. It was cute. It's, I mean, nothing to write home about, but yeah. it was it was cute. So and then, of course, uh, Detroit become human. Yeah. So which that's is my like, life now. It's going to take over your life until you beat it. And in, in, I'll give you about a week before you're satisfied with it. Maybe. And then I will take it. It'll depend on if it. I want to run through it again or not. And right. 
all that other fun stuff. I'm going to wait at least a week before I bother to write up a review on it. So I'm not like dropping spoilers on everyone right off the bat. Yeah. Like, like hey, this game just came out. Literally every like news source two days ago was like, we got our fucking press copies. Here's our review. Here's a bunch of spoilers right in the headline. And it's like, bro. Got my press copy. Here's the ending. This hasn't come out yet. Anywhere. Can you fuck off? <laughs> like, if I get a press copy of anything and they don't tell me, like, okay, you have to have a, a specific date. Like, you can't talk about this before May 14th or whatever. I would wait until the day it comes out early in the morning and then let it, my review article go. Let because it Because that's fair. But, like, the game hasn't come out yet. I'm going to be scrolling past and accidentally spoil myself. They're lucky that I didn't do that because I'd be very yeah. And because a lot of a lot of websites too, they don't they'll put like spoilers ahead, but then yeah. that's about it. You can still accidentally scroll yourself into some spoilers. Yeah. Or the worst, the people that try and do like a clickbaity headline thing. Yeah. And they're like, you'll never guess this thing that happens, and and then they show like a straight up spoiler image, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Um. There was one. I'm really glad that I've seen Avengers: Infinity War before I read this article, or I would have been the whole entire movie would have been ruined. But it was like, you know, when you, you have the headline and then in some articles you have like a little tagline and then an image and then the rest of the article. Yeah. This one in particular was talking about anybody who something bad happened to in Infinity War. I won't say what, but bad things happen to some people in Infinity War. And the article was headline saying bad things happen to these people. You will never guess. Then there was the tagline. And I don't remember what it said. But at the end, it was like, spoilers ahead. It started the article with a big, fat spoiler. One of the things that happened at the beginning of the movie. Big, bad thing. Huge, fat spoiler. And then an image of that thing. And then the rest of the article. So it's like my brain had two seconds to process a spoiler ahead. And then the spoiler that it wanted me to avoid. That's not how you write a fucking article. Good thing I I'd mean, seen the movie. Apparently or it is, ruined. but not there's better ways to do it yeah so that's my fucking i don't know that's yeah. stupid do it better people please <laughs> please use some sort of some system they're out there i know because we only run a wordpress site and freaking we managed to do it just fine i manage it yep it's, it's there's a thing there so cool so that's what i've been playing yeah. um should we oh. <laughs> discuss <laughs> Not the game releases of next week, but the game releases of Tuesday. <laughs> that's uh, all that's coming out. The game releases of Tuesday. On Tuesday, it's going to be a grand day. We'll see the release of Agony for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Everspace for PS4. Legend of K Anniversary for the Switch. Not Legend of Kane. Nope. Not, not to be confused with Legend of Kane for nope. those who uh, are... Legend of K. Okay. Legend of OK. <laughs> Moonlighter. For PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac. Wow, Mac's getting a game. I know. Uh, Sega Mega Drive Classics for PS4 and Xbox One. Street, I almost said Secret Fighter. Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And Harvest Moon Light of Hope Special Edition for Switch and PS4. Yep. Uh, the Harvest Moon one had a PC release last November. Or, Ooh. you know, November 2017. Yep. And... It has kind of been a TBA for the last few months. So I keep putting it on, like, every time I move to a new month in my planner, I just keep adding it as a TBA. Like, maybe this month it'll happen. And then all of a sudden, 
this month it happens to be coming out May 29th for the Switch and PS4. And I really kind of fucking want it. Haha. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Way to be. So, that being said, we are going to take a brief break and we will be right back with some news. Yeah. Do you love listening to This Week in Gaming? Do you want to see the crew start live streaming on Twitch again? How about geeky unboxing videos? Do you like those? And do you love hearing your name at the end of things you love? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, you may suffer from Yaduditis. Thankfully, there is a cure. Talk to your wallet about Yadud Patreon. Patreon is a platform that allows people who love things to help directly support those things they love to keep them running. We have many different prescription strengths, or reward tiers, to choose from, and they start as low as $1 per month. Don't suffer from Yaduditis for another day. Head over to patreon.com backslash yadude and become a driving force behind the future of WYDG. Side effects may include becoming awesome, feeling connected, sense of community, a renewed love of gaming, and the knowledge that you're helping make our dreams a reality. Do not use Patreon if you are under the influence of alcohol. We are not responsible for any misplaced decimals in your pledge. That's patreon.com backslash yadude. Pledge today. This Week in Gaming has been brought to you in part by For Love of Nerd. If you're into comics, and let's be honest, who isn't? And you're into long-distance romance. Is there any other way? But maybe you're thinking, hey, this super hot romance has to be well-drawn by a guy that really knows his way around a drawing tablet, if you know what I mean. Boy, have we got a treat for you. Middle Ground is a comic produced by For Love of Nerd and is exactly what you've been looking for. Head on over to webtoon.com and search Middle Ground, or just check the link in the show notes and show our buddy some love. All right, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Uh, we are going to hop into some video gaming news. So as per usual, over to you, Jeff. All right. So for posterity, this is This Week in Gaming, episode 59. Five, nine, almost 60. Wow. Almost um, 69. We, nice. <laughs> we're going to have to do a very uh, scandalous episode for. Our... Um, we're going to have to do the rest of these episodes without Sarah. Okay, good luck doing all the notes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't say the notes without Sarah. I said the episodes. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you can still do all the work and just not read the benefits of being on air. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, a, an actual news person. Yeah. Oh. Um, we are recording wrong. this on Friday, May 25th. When this hits your earballs, it will be Saturday, May 26th. Mm-hmm. So, to start off our day, talk a little... Skyrim. Kind of. Kind of. More like Skyrim modding. Yeah. More specifically, Skyblivion. Yeah. We've mentioned Skyblivion. A couple times. Maybe twice. Yeah. Well, that would be a couple. I was already in the middle of my sentence when you said your thing. Uh, so <laughs> uh, the modding team behind the mod known as Skyblivion, which is a mod that brings the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion into the Skyrim engine has had a new update video released this week. Um, actually, it was a two-hour live stream on YouTube showcasing a ton of screenshots and explaining things they've worked on. Uh, apparently, not even half of the things they've worked on were shown in the video due to time constraints. Yeah, they, they like got halfway through whatever they wanted to show, and they were like, oh, shit, we got to go. We got like shit to do today. Um, there's no release date yet um, for this mod, but the team has said it will be a totally free mod Though you will have to own Oblivion and Skyrim for PC, plus all their DLCs in order for the Skyblivion mod to work, which is fair. That makes sense, yeah. So they it, they need something to read the information off. Yeah, of, it's basically taking the information from Oblivion, transferring putting it, it over, putting it into Skyrim. Of course, you'd need both games. Yeah, 
Um, and apparently the team has permissions to use original voice acting from the game, which is something like no other remaster mod team has ever had, yeah. which is crazy. That's why Fallout 3, the Capital Wasteland one, got, got canceled. Ca- got canceled, or that's why they chose to end it. because So they, that means they got Sean Bean. Well, they, it means that they have everybody's permission to use it. Either way, that means they got the permission from Sean Bean or Sean Bean's people. I don't know. For his voice, because it, Sean Bean was in Oblivion. Yeah, but, like, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say, like, Bethesda is completely aware and, like, supportive of what they're doing, but I know that... But if they have all the legal ramifications covered, yeah, like... I think they do, because they're, they are they wouldn't have come this far. They've been working right. on this They wouldn't for, have like, done a two-hour live stream about they've it. They've been working on this since 2012. Um, There's I, no way they'd get six years into this and not have checked their... I their legal stuff. Do you know the same team is part of a greater team that is working on a mod in the Skyrim engine that is trying to recreate every mm-hmm. world of ta- every land of Tamriel. Yeah. Which um, is there's another one. Impressive. There's another one. I'm not sure if it's the same exact people. I'm sure some of them are because it's like a lot of people. They're taking volunteers. Anybody who right. wants to do anything, they're taking volunteers to do it. Um, but they're someone's working on Morrowind. Which yep. actually would be great it's, because then they're I part would, of the same team. Then I would actually play it. On April Fools, they did say that they were going to do um, the first Arena. Elder Scrolls game, and it was just an April Fools joke. They were like, "No, we're not going to do that." But they really they wanted to just do all of it. They want to do the entire world, and I think that's. I mean, why great. not? Yeah. I mean, that honestly, that would be the ultimate thing but, for Bethesda to do, it would which be. they they're kind of doing with Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. Like, because every new expansion is a new world. Yeah, but it's it's not a good game. It, it's not. But you know, <laughs> they they will never be able to do as good a job as they did with like Morrowind and Oblivion. Right. Just story wise, Skyrim engine wise is the best game, but story wise, it kind it's of falls flat kind compared of garbage. to the other two. Yeah. Yeah. That's my hot take. But um, yeah, so hopefully we'll hear some more news about Skyblivian because yeah. I'm actually excited about this, especially yeah. where it's going to be free and I own both mm-hmm. Oblivion and Skyrim. Yeah, and the only thing we have to do is wait. Uh, the only thing we have to do is install all the stuff from Oblivion. Yeah. Which takes excited. all of five seconds. I'm to excited. Do. And like Oblivion is my one of my favorite games of all time. If not nothing your favorite will, game. Nothing will ever come close to my love for Oblivion. So the fact that I could play it and have it look good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I even go back to like when Skyrim first dropped and I go, oh, this doesn't look great. This looks pretty like the PS3 version. And And then thinking, thinking about how Oblivion looked. Yeah. Like, oh, no. It's yeah. My standards have changed. I used to think that the Crash Bandicoot games looked amazing. And now I'm like, I remember looking at the first Gran Turismo going cars are never going to look better than this. Polygons, man. (laughs) Polygons. Uh, Times has changed. (laughs) Um, They sure has. Yeah. So, you know, once again, we're excited about it. As always, if we hear more information about it, we'll we'll. We'll tell you about it as long yeah. as we hear about it. Yeah. Um, moving on from there, this is a uh, a hot topic in our small group. Of, yeah. Here we go. They of okay. salt. Uh, <laughs> our pile of salt, known as Proxy Fox. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about this? Oh boy. Do you, you want to just I. head it right off now? Battlefield V for Vendetta. <laughs> um, the the game where they switch from normal letters or normal numbers to Roman numerals. Uh, was I, announced. The announcement trailer dropped this past week. Yeah, they pulled a Beyonce. And 
I was like, I tried to get in on as much of the live event as I possibly could, which was pretty good. I rewatched it again later because I was like, okay, there's a lot of stuff that I was I, I missed the first time through. So I had to rewatch it. But now rewind a little bit. Black Ops 4 was announced about a week before. Yes. And when it comes to first person shooters, like the the big dogs in the game for the long time, and even I guess still now to some extent, is Call of Duty and Battlefield. Yeah. Always has been, always will be. So I figured like the Call of Duty fandom was going to be like, oh, wow, Black Ops 4, this looks so good. They better have Battle Royale. So like they announced Battle Royale. The game looks beautiful, honestly. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to end up playing the beta for Black Ops 4. Yep. So I want to I want to check it out. I'm interested. I'm, I've never been a real fan of Call of Duty, and I should be really happy that they're getting crapped on by their fan base for Honestly. like changing some things. Yeah. So much hate right now for Black Ops 4 all over Twitter and everything I else. Don't fucking blame anybody. You cannot have an entire series of games spanning across what a decade and a half that all work the exact same way. We have a single player campaign. We have multiplayer where you can play with your friends. You can't do that for a decade and a half and then suddenly change it to Battle Royale just because that's what's popular right now. Sure you can because that's what's trending. That's what's going to make you the most money. But they also added in like, I mean, Activision is part of Blizzard. They own yeah. Blizzard essentially. So the, it's a little weird to me that Black Ops 4 is going to hit Battle the, hit Battle.net. Yeah. But also that they pulled some things from Overwatch with the classes. I know a lot of people are comparing it more to Spec Ops. Not Spec Ops. Uh, Tom Clancy's. Uh, Recon. Tom Clancy's literally any of them. I don't remember which one because I haven't played it, but whatever. <laughs> uh, Siege, maybe? Rainbow Six Siege? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I have it. So, but I haven't played that, so I don't have that comparison. So let's fast forward, bring ourselves back to the present with Battlefield Tarantino 5. Shit. Yes. Battlefield 5 gets announced. Battlefield V for Vendetta. Battlefield... Upside down, down, carrot. down carrot gets announced and more than black ops 4 at least people were hyped about it yep so i mean the main point you're going to want to get out of this they're not doing a battle pass they're not doing one of those like hey pay us more money for some more maps down the road which i think is mostly just ea trying to distance themselves from any sort of money making schemes over the next 10 years smart yeah. and i'm okay with that but i'm also really hyped about it like that could have also just been dice like hey uh we don't really want to do that and so dice has never done that yeah uh, a lot of people really hype about it. They didn't say anything yet about whether or not Battle Royale will be in it, but the speculation in the community well, right now it literally is says, it's happening. It literally says in my notes, DICE has made it clear that the game won't be participating in the very common Battle Royale mode, loot boxes, or paid <laughs> DLC. Which is is good for DICE. Yes. Uh, there's still a large section of the fan base that's like, nah, they're going to announce at the EA conference later on. They're going to tell oh. they're going to tell us all about it. No. Also, like looking at the notes, I didn't realize that this is the 16th installment. The 16th. Oh, in Battlefield? A Battlefield. Can I get mad about that for a second? Just for like a split second. I was like, wait, I remember the other day seeing Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 4 on the home screen of Jeff's PS4. That's kind of weird. Didn't Battlefield 1 just come out? Why would there be a Battlefield 5? Click, 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 go to the Wikipedia article. It's the most fucking confusing thing I've ever seen in my life. Battlefield 1942. Battlefield this, the, Battlefield the that. The best way to explain at least the recents where you have Battlefield 4 coming out and then Battlefield 1, think of God of War. That doesn't make it any better. God of Let War, me... God of War 2, God of War 3, God of War. I know that's like that's like a whole separate. It's like a reboot, but this is like so silly to me. It goes 
Battlefield 3. 4. Hardline 1. 5. Because Battlefield 1 never existed. It was Battlefield 1942. That was the first game. Right. Fair. But Battlefield 1 is World War 1. That's what it should have been called. Battlefield 5 is Battlefield World War 2. That's what it should have been called. This is so confusing. Or you so could have confusing. called it Battlefield 1940. I don't really care. Yeah. Like, but <laughs> well, anyway, Auschwitz. I was. Oh, no. I literally had to like Sherlock Holmes my way through the Wikipedia article just to make it make sense. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going qu- to quick cut through like the fun things that I saw with this. Um, the game, obviously, it looks beautiful. Yes. And it, for those that haven't noticed when watching the trailer, it's a solid cut. There, or, one or one solid, solid shot. shot. There are no camera cuts during the trailer, and it's amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of action going on, a lot of stuff. A lot of people are pissed off because, you know, uh, DICE and their, fra- their, what is their slogan of, like, don't do the same things other people are doing, but also do things that are new to the industry because that's the thing we like to do, so let's do that instead. Or whatever their slogan actually is. Uh, you can... <laughs> It's like dare to be different or something weird. It's dare like to that. be different. So, you know, be different by doing an era <laughs> in time. Clawed. By doing an era in time never before seen in a video game, Jeff. It's World War Two. I've never played a World War Two game ever. In never. My life. No. That's World War they, One, though. That's because they don't exist, Jeff. Yeah. World you, War Two. Everyone's covering Vietnam as the thing. Well, everybody knows the Holocaust never happened. So. Yeah, my grandfather oh. didn't get stabbed in the knee. Like we've had so many <laughs> World War Two games that Wolfenstein had to reinvent how World War Two ended to make a game. Yeah, the yeah. Nazis had to win for them like, to make a game. <laughs> yeah, so was... come on. So it's a. I'm not upset as as much as everyone else was. Like, oh, World War Two again. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff that See, happened in World War Two. It could be a different battle that and, we've not and seen. And I'm, I'm not upset about it because they're going at least with this one they're going with the british side of things yeah which at least for the beginning yeah, the main character like. is british she yeah. is british and the thing about that is like okay i obviously was not alive in the fucking 1940s but like if you watch doctor who and they go into like the 1935 to 1945 era right. of britain at all it's super exciting yeah. and dramatic and bad things are happening. So that could be you know, a really interesting angle. And playing games as long as I have and loving to play the period-centric games like World War II or yeah. Vietnam or any of that, I like seeing the different perspectives. Um, you know, playing whether it's World War II, you get to play as the French Resistance or yeah. as the Americans doing the invasion of Normandy. And let's like, not forget that DICE actually did Medal of Honor Underground. Which was the French way Resistance. Way back in the day, which was the French Resistance. You played as Manon. Yeah. And for those that don't know and that are out there, you know, the poor white boys. I love the Verges article that they wrote on this. They're like, poor white boys never picked up a history book. Nope. Because everyone's complaining about how it's historically inaccurate to have women in the war. Which Bullshit. is the hot take we are about to drop into. Yeah. Um, but before I get to that, like Manon... A French Resistance soldier, female, main character of Medal of Honor Underground. Right. Beautiful game. I'm, the, there's one thing that happened in Medal of Honor Underground, which, no spoiler alerts, this game came out in 1996. Catch up on your shit. <laughs> um, one thing that they did in that game that I have yet to see another game bring back, which maybe it's just because I don't play enough war games, but maybe you can tell me, you've got a little more experience yeah. with them, is there was a mission in Medal of Honor Underground where Manon had to infiltrate a German camp find a camera and then pose as a war photographer or a journalist and go through. So you're trying to get through an area without shooting anyone. 
I've, but it was really interesting because you could go around to the soldiers and it's very very rare that you come across a mission like that in you could like take their picture games. and they pose all fancy like oh yeah, then, then definitely no it's it was a really fun mission and i think a a game where you're playing first person perspective as a war journalist would be an incredible way to force people to experience traumatic events through the eyes of a Journalists. wartime journalist yeah I, I see i think that would work uh as a war journalist if they fast forwarded to vietnam oh god because that was a lot like yeah that, world they're gonna, war two was esrb is gonna have to find a whole new rating yeah. system for that the, mm. world war ii was very jarring for world war journalists but like they were still in like their home countries whereas vietnam you were taking American, you were taking French, you were taking British, you were taking Australian, and sending them to the fucking jungle. Yeah. Which, okay. And taking pictures of guys getting blown up in the fucking jungle and be like, okay, well, Ed's part of his eye is over there, <laughs> so we're going to shoot the guy that's over there. Not to mention the children. Yeah, uh, exactly. Children strapped with explosives yeah. sent to hug enemy soldiers. Right. Like, yeah. um, trauma. Vietnam <laughs> was the late 60s one, yeah? Uh, late 60s early 70s yeah yeah. okay so like yes there are people alive right now who were involved in world war ii but But there's more not as many now there are more people now who that are vietnam veterans who are vietnam vets who have so much fucking trauma but it's like i feel like you could really get a good grip on what really happened right because they are still alive well especially because vietnam was like one of the first um media Yes. Covered yes. wars. It because, was the first heavily media covered in the wars. In the 60s, everybody was like, everybody that's, was divided. That's when all, all of the reporters that we have now, mm-hmm. that's when they were first starting out. You know, like Dan Rather and, yeah. and all of them. So, like, if you want to just get perspective from them and, like, get their backstories, because a lot of them actually went over and were like, yeah. okay, well, it's this like is how, my job now. It's like how Anderson Cooper is always actually where right. he He's says he is. He's actually in Iraq. He's actually in, you yeah. know. Any, anywhere that he says he is. So. Yeah, because he's great. It, it would be a hot take. It... <laughs> anyway, let's get mad and about then, Battlefield. And then more getting mad about Battlefield is the people that are claiming historical inaccuracies. I was doing some more research the other day because I'm like, no, there were definitely women in World War II. Yeah. Uh, and not, 300, not... 350,000 women in the U.S. Volunt- or were in the U.S. Armed Forces both home and abroad. And yeah. that's not just nurses. And they of... weren't just broads. Right. And oh, but a lot of people think, oh well, yeah, of course they were nurses, they no. were snipers, or factory workers, yeah, or, no, like pilots, yeah, yeah. pilots and snipers, the, and the sniper with the most kills from World War Two was a Russian woman, yeah, because fuck yeah, <laughs> most confirmed kills as yeah. a sniper because she watched her family get killed and she was like, no, fuck this, I'm killing everyone because that's how they do in Russia. <laughs> And I love it. Pretty much Sniper Wolf for Medal of Honor. <laughs> yeah. Or Metal Gear Solid. Sorry. Different a, metal game. A lot of people are also mad that I guess there's a single black person shown in the trailer. And it's like, <sighs> do you think that black people started existing as soon as like Martin Luther King? The Tuskegee existed? Airmen oh was God, a division right? of all black airmen. I, I don't <laughs> understand. Black people not only exist. Watch fucking Forrest Gump for like a second. There's a bunch of black people in the military in that movie. And a lot of people think that's actual history for some reason. That's Vietnam. People, I don't care. Because they did a really good job editing. I don't care. Okay, can we talk about how people (laughs) think Titanic never happened before Scump was real? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a thing. Because the editing was so good. Yeah, a lot of people. James Cameron, up your game. (laughs) (laughs) Got nothing on Tom Hanks. But I don't care that that was Vietnam because, like, it's still a fact. Right, yeah. That people think it was. (laughs) Black people exist. 
they technically stopped being slaves a really long time ago. It's not like they were just working in the fields when all these wars were happening. No, they were out there doing stuff. I mean, arguably, like we said, the main female protagonist here has a British accent. So I went and I looked up how many English or British women were in the military serving in World War II. Fucking Queen Elizabeth was. And yeah, and you've got, they said the statistics were about, and this is according to like the uh, European government or whatever their official like .gov site essentially is. Yeah. Was the statistics were in the heat of World War II, 80% of single women and no, 80% of married women and 90% of single women were enlisted in the military serving in World War II. That's crazy. as pilots. Well, yeah, mostly as pilots. That's crazy numbers. Like in the U.S., of course, we also had women that went into the workforce right. to take the place of like men who were the called off to war. And yeah. And I think that's a lot of where you get your like, we can do it like propaganda. Yeah, it, it, well, yeah. Rose so, the Riveter. Yeah. Yeah. So like, guys, le- it's history, please. Literally like attend one history class. But everyone's I, so caught up right now in that everyone's just doing things to be culturally appropriate and equal rights. And it's like that's. no. I mean, yeah, it ties into that, but like historically speaking, it just it just happens to be that it just if you are a, a one frame, if you are just a one frame person, say you're just a straight white boy, so you have only ever been a straight white boy your whole life. That's me. You've only been surrounded by straight white boys your whole life. You've never been around oh, anybody who's ever experienced <laughs> anything different from you. Of course, you're going to be ignorant to the fact that other people fucking exist. But spoiler alert. I'm a woman. I'm a woman, and I'm here. I exist. What? I'm a woman. Sarah, what? I'm a woman. Are we? Do we just have you here for cultural appropriation? Yes. Yeah. We it's uh, break. Well, then we really need to get on having like a black person on the staff because it's looking real pasty. <laughs> <laughs> sure is, man. Joe pointed that out a couple parties ago. He was like, "This is a real yeah. white," and I was like, "Oh God, you're right." Oh no, uh, I'm I'm almost 100 sure his actual words were, "Wow, this is a whole bunch of honkies." It really, yeah, that was his words, <laughs> and he was right. I didn't oh, know. Man. I didn't, I can't believe I didn't notice. Um, I'm wh- part of the problem. One last, uh, not necessarily a hot take, but one last appreciation for Battlefield Five. Uh, if you haven't watched the trailer yet, the main character, A, she's a woman, B, she's British, but C, she's disabled. Yeah. She only has, well, she, she has, has one arm. She has one arm, but they made sure that the prosthetic was time appropriate. Time appropriate. Yeah. Which I looked I that think. up too. I'm like, what kind of prosthetics existed? Because they didn't decide to go the whole new Colossus method and be like, she's a robot. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. So, her, all her fingers work on the, like... It yeah. was straight up pinchy claw. Because yeah. even, even now, our, our technology is not the best. It's getting there, but... It's getting there, for huh. sure. But <laughs> but I think it was really cool that they were like, eh, let's make but this that, accurate. That's, that's the one thing I've always liked about DICE, is if they're doing something a in a time-appropriate manner, mm-hmm. they do their research. I like that EA DICE developed all these games i looked it up to make sure that i wasn't it's gonna, always been ea I and dice like. yeah i like that because yeah. it's it's not like most series who have gone on this uh, long see, what essentially happens is first ea says okay we want to make a war game yeah we're gonna shop around for a little bit and then dice hears about it and they're like no 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 <laughs> battle what era do you want and they say x date and they're like okay battlefield this <laughs> 
Give us, give us a war game. Which war? The best war. World War Two. It is, sir. Yeah, like, World War II we'll again. do that for thirteen games. <laughs> uh, but oh, I would really okay. EA Dice, I hope you're listening, because I'm going to tweet this at you. Well, then you better say this in French, because they're from Montreal. I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, f- give me something from the future. Give me one of them future wars. Give me, I don't care, make it up. Give me a war that's going to happen in the future. Give me aliens. The war. Make it Battlefield Aliens, and it becomes Halo. Battlefield the, the, Andromeda. The <laughs> war against saturated fats. The war against Battlefield climate Deep control. Fryer. The war on drugs. The war on... So that's the 1980s. White people. <laughs> so that's the 1960s. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Battlefield Five will be dropping on October 19th, one week after Black Ops I will be 4. pre-ordering that soon. Oh. Likewise. As of yesterday, there was no release date. Oh, I had it in my article as well. I, I noticed they gave Black Ops 4 a head start. I figured... They were probably like, we may as well give these guys a head start. They don't even know how to Roman numeral, which I actually realized today because not that they don't know how to Roman numeral. I realized that a while ago. But no, when I was I was like, you know what it is, is they're not doing Roman numerals because they had black ops then black ops two, which was two eyes. Three was three eyes. Four is four eyes. They're doing tally marks. Black ops five is just going to have a hash across all four of them. So that's my thought. Well, that's my prediction. Black Ops, but, the, the logos also look like... Um, like rankings? Rankings. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I figured that was the aesthetic they were going for, but I'm kind of thinking now that it, it'd be really funny to see the one bar across right, them all yeah. as a tally mark for five. That would be like actually really cool. Little tick marks. Yeah. I'm going to let you guys hop on to some, some of the next news. I got to go and let a, a guest in. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Battlefield Five. I'm I I hope that when I pre-order it, I get another beta code. I kind of like how yes, I did with Black I'm, Ops. I I okay. I've never been interested in any of the battlefields. You're I, interested in watching me play. I'm very. Which was the the lastest the lastest one? The, the last one was one. one, and you played that one, right? Because I played ninety five percent of it. Was that the one where it went from like you were one character and, and then you it, died, and then you got you went were, to another battalion? Yeah, yeah. Because I really liked that. That was a really cool one. Yeah, it was just a very short one. That was my yeah. Only so I'm about really it. interested in this. Plus, it's nice to be a girl and get probably get to play as a girl. Right. Because like in games yeah. where I'm forced to play as a dude, it's fine. But if I have the option, I'm always going to go girl. Right. Because that's what I am. That's what I is. I'm a whammon. You're a whammon. I'm the whammons. Okay. Um, but yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. It's been 20 uh, minutes. It's on been 20 minutes of Battlefield. Uh, let's move <laughs> on to a different Battlefield. Um, so I don't know about you, but me as an early gamer about oh, 15-ish years ago, I was playing RuneScape. Oh, me too. Rune Skate. The, the days. I I, pro- I made probably 18 different emails so that I could fucking play RuneScape over and over again and start over. Um, I'm OG. Uh, yeah. I do remember playing RuneScape when it was new. Mm-hmm. Uh, even longer than 15 years ago. Uh, roughly 17 years ago. Um, how old am I? 26. No, um, I think you have me beat by a couple years on that. But yeah, probably about 15 years for me. But, um... After 17 years, unfortunately, RuneScape Classic is finally shutting down. Yeah. A little sad. Uh, the the young gamer in me is weeping. It's very, it's actually sad. <laughs> but um, developer Jagex, Jagex, uh, it's J-A-G-E-G, yeah, J-A-G-E-X. Y'all might have on this for a bit. It's fine. Yeah. Um, they explain that their development tools no longer work 
at all. Yeah. So things like game bugs can no longer be monitored or fixed. Um, as well as hackers, bots, cheaters, etc. cannot be addressed. Yeah. Uh, the RuneScape Classic servers will remain online until August 6th. Uh, there are currently two working versions of RuneScape. There's old school RuneScape, which is based on what the game was in 2007. Which is not, I just want to point out, that's not that different. It's still not original. It's not the original, but it's not that different from what the original was. Right. It, I think it's just a little bit updated. And then there's RuneScape 3, which is a newer updated version of the original. Yeah. It's, um, which is just mostly called RuneScape. Now that original RuneScape will be gone. Right. I think it's going to probably be yeah. called RuneScape by it, itself. I, I think legally it still has to be called RuneScape 3. Yeah. Just based off but of... But people refer to it as just RuneScape. Right. But it's um, like... Yeah. These will continue to work for the foreseeable future or until Jagex says, mm, well, we're yeah. done with these as well. I like that they... They're like, yeah, the tools that we use to develop literally don't work anymore. Yeah, they're, so like, they're old and outdated. They we, don't work. We can't develop anything further for this, yeah. so we're just going to stop it. If they can't control bots, if they can't control bugs, then the game can't run. It's not like they're like, oh, I'm over it. Right. They, it literally doesn't run anymore. I, I think so. that the big thing to see is if someone decides to pick it up. I don't if know. If someone goes to Jagex and is like, Hey, I want this so to keep working. I want this to keep working, and I've developed something that's very, very similar. It runs all the same stuff that you run. It just runs slightly different, not like not necessarily oh, like um, OS wise mm -hmm. or anything like that, but like just I think how it's run. I think that's why they made safety wise the old school version because yeah. it's updated a little bit. It probably will run for another few years before it has to die. Or if they can put what they're running open source. Yeah. If they open source it and say, well, it's offline anyway, so here you go. Have fun. Yeah. That'd be cool. I don't know. This is just like, a, I feel like this is such a sad fucking moment. It's like. I don't know if it's really that sad. Have you played RuneScape? It's so I played classic, RuneScape dude. 17 years ago when it was brand new. Yeah. It was. Such I liked a it for a while, but. Oh, boy. Well, like I was saying while you were you were outside, I was like, this, this has 17 years ago me crying a little bit because <laughs> it's like one of my first online games. Yeah. Between RuneScape yeah. and Ultima Online. I remember there was one time when I was hanging out at the Wasa place and uh, one of our friends, I won't name names just in case he doesn't want to be notarized, but uh, one of our friends who's not there anymore was just chilling on his floor on his PC playing RuneScape with the sound was off. He's playing RuneScape with Led Zeppelin blazing in the background. Whole room is just like fishbowled. Yeah. And he's chilling out. And I'm like, you look like the most relaxed human being I've ever seen. And he's like, dude, you don't even know. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this guy. I have three guesses who it was. Uh, we'll get into that after the show. Yeah. So um, anything else on RuneScape? No, that's nah. that's uh, it. 17 years and they're shutting down original RuneScape. Oh, yep. man. In August. Though. In August. So yeah. Still get that. You can you, still get that time in. Yeah. You got that time to get your <laughs> fix in. So yeah. uh, make, if, make a new character. Get through the tutorial. Give up. Oh, it's my bad. God. The tutorial that takes five hours. I've done to it do. so many times. I can't do it again. I could do that blindfolded <laughs> and with my hands tied up, just pecking at the keyboard <laughs> with my nose. <laughs> so prior to or before we hop into our next bit of news, I wanted to take a quick interjection and introduce our audience to Demon X. If you've, if you've seen Yeah Dude on the YouTube channels, you're aware of who he is. He's popped yeah. over for a visit, so we figure we're going to throw him in here. If you've got some opinions to offer up on some of our news bits, uh, feel free to hop into the conversation. Yeah. But for those that don't know, he was here from uh, from the very begins. Yeah. 
the She's literally where we got our, name our moniker. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the studio we're so, in right yeah, now. dude, welcome to the podcast studio, sir. Yeah, welcome to your old bedroom. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Glad <laughs> uh, to be here. Yeah. It's good to have you back. So, <laughs> hopping in from there. Yeah, so moving on from RuneScape, I forgot what we were talking about for a second. A <laughs> uh, little Overwatch anniversary event stuff. Yeah. Um, so Overwatch's second anniversary event kicked off this past Tuesday. Uh, the anniversary event will run until June 11th. What day of the week is that? Is that a Tuesday as well? Yes, I don't know. I'm June 11th is Monday. So it'll run up until the, the, the next uh, update, essentially. Yeah. Uh, anniversary event will run until June 11th. Uh, there are 60 new anniversary items, bringing, bringing the total of anniversary items to 190. Oh, my God. They're like legendary Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> might as well be. Uh, new legendary skins, dance emotes, graffiti, the graffito. Graffito. <laughs> graffito. Graffito and well, more. Please tell me that was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because graffiti, I think, is plural. the plural. But I would want to say graffitis, but that doesn't sound right. Would it so not it's, be graffiti? It's graffito. No, it's graffito. Okay. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> you heard it here skins, first, folks. Dance emotes, graffito, and more uh, are available. Uh, players get a legendary anniversary loot box for logging into Overwatch during the event. Um, I logged in yesterday. I didn't get much. I didn't get anything. Dude, I haven't logged in in like a good six months. I didn't get anything Since the like league, legendary. That either. first time we had like a league watch event and then we both like you went home and I stayed at my home and I was like, we should get on Overwatch. And, we got and on then we like did it and we hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, since I, then I haven't been on. I I hopped on recently because uh, I wanted to try Brid Bridget. Brigitte. Yeah, I haven't been on since they've added Whatever. her. So <laughs> she's pretty fun. Um, also, a new deathmatch free for all map called Petra has been added to the game. I played Petra. Proxy, you would love this map because you're a Faramane. <laughs> I am. This I keep forgetting is, that for this some is reason. Pharaoh like Wasteland. Oh, like. You would uh, don't supreme. make me hop back in for you, a few matches. Uh, even if you just hopped on for two <laughs> matches and just played the, the death match free for all on Petra, like you would reign supreme. You should at least just to get your legendary anniversary garbage. That's probably. literally my, why my I, justice I log will in. reign from above. Yeah, that, that's why I log in every time is I don't even play like casually anymore. I'll play, get my loot box. If there's like something in arcade mode that strikes my my eye and it's like, oh, well, if you play three times, you get a, a loot box or if you win once, you get a loot box. OK, yeah, I do that. Uh, I'm literally there just to collect shit now. I don't even care about competitive. I don't care even about quick play half the time. So, yeah, it, the, the community of... really kind of ruined me. It's it, one of those it's things. It's, it's kind of like how I was with World of Warcraft for a while where I don't play it anymore, but I still follow the lore. Right. Like, I watched the trailers for plenty of expansions to WoW that I never played. Right. Because yeah. I want to know what's going on in the world, like but we, I don't want to be in the world. When, when, when they have a new meta story come out for Overwatch. Oh, I'm all over it every time. Because Blizzard does a great job at storytelling. They yeah. do. They're very good at it. So like, They're very good at making me want to play games I don't really want to play. Yeah. Cinematics are so wonderful. Oh, they God. are. I watched a clip, actually, a few weeks ago of all the World of Warcraft cinematics from original vanilla WoW to present. And I'm like... Their style has evolved a lot, but still, the original trailer for Vanilla WoW that came out back in early it's 2000s still is still beautiful. Yeah. Wow, that's really crazy. The fact that it holds up this much later is, like, incredible to me. Mm. Yeah. So that's that about Overwatch. Yeah. Um, it was just something short and sweet. Just We always generally put in at least one thing about Over Overwatch. It's crazy that Overwatch has been around for two years now. Yeah, and yeah. I have yet to play it. <laughs> and, uh, I've played it for like a total of maybe five hours. I debated on getting that Game of the Year edition 
think it was like 30 bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah hot take. They're all game of the year edition because there's nothing that really comes with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to quickly look something up just to make sure that the standings are still correct. But if I remember right, Boston Uprising is still undefeated. Undefeated. Oh, they're actually playing currently right now. Like as we're recording, oh. yeah. LA uh, Valiant. P.S. Since Proxy has it up on the screen, I figured I would mention by now I would really like to have the PS Plus games for the next month and the Xbox games with gold for the next month. But because the way that June is and how it just goes, we won't know until next week. Yeah. Both of the sources, like both so of we'll them. So we'll end up reporting be... it a little late, but. Well, no. Yeah. I think you said recording, not reporting. Yeah, I know, reporting. But yeah, so we will know by like next Wednesday, but like by the time we record on Friday, it'll already be June, so it'll feel really wrong. <laughs> so currently, Boston <clears throat> Uprising is twenty-two and eleven. Oh my god! Which puts them in the top tier. Um, I do believe this current section of uh, rounds they are number one. Hmm. See, I don't know about you, Jeff, but I like to credit a lot of that to the fact that we met them. Yeah. They, they saw oh, the two of us and they went, we need to play well for these dudes. Yeah. Oh, no, they and... lost. They lost Wednesday against oh. Dallas. That one wasn't our fault. So though. they were they else. were they were 22 and 10. Is Dallas the ones who have the outfits that I like? The, the black outlaws? And, the oh, no, that's the Houston that's, outlaws. Yeah, that's oh, Houston yeah, outlaws. It's no, them this that is I Dallas like. fuel. Uh, I just want to make sure everyone knows that Shanghai still has not won a single match. Yeah, Shanghai. <laughs> Whoops. A Way to break the standard. Match. Uh, they are just to show the standard. What are they like? Oh, and twenty something. Oh, something ridiculous. It's like oh, and twenty seven or something. Oh my like that. god! Why bother playing? Um, but some stuff has come to light about Shanghai and their training methods. They're oh, 0 and thirty three. Jesus. So, um, as of this past week, the coach. For Shanghai uh, Dragons actually tweeted out like what they do for training. Yeah. They train for 12 oh. hours a day, six days a week. That's why they're losing. Exactly. They don't take the time to recuperate. They are 0 and 33. Yeah. They're, they're 0 and ah. 33. They train for 12 hours a day, six six days a week. There's a certain point where you got to be like, look, we're this isn't cutting it. We can't do this. Right. And, 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 and like... what's, what's coming up now is... Way to go. Should their training schedule be restricted by the league? Because it's obviously hurting them. Yeah. Like not not necessarily on a professional level, because like that's up to you. Like but I mean there are plenty of professional Counter Strike players that put those kind of hours in. Right. But they're doing it because they like it, they get better right. at it. Mentally and physically, that's fucking you up. Oh yeah. Like the, the coach was like, yeah, sometimes we start practice at 10 a.m. and we don't leave the facility till 11 or 12 p.m. And that's not. That's insane. That's giving them like. like I a, love video games. It's like a games, 10 minute but... break every three hours. Yeah. If it's going to get to the point where it's like Amazon employees where they just piss in a bottle because they're afraid yeah. to waste time going to the bathroom. Right. I think like, the league, like at this point, not even just to make it fair, but to literally like protect these people, these kids. Yeah. They're all like under twenty five, aren't they? Most of them, yeah. They're kids. That's the life cycle, actually, of an esports player. Is twenty four twenty five? That's the time when you're done with esports and you either graduate to a commentator, or you're just out. Oh, yeah. It's like modeling. 
It's yeah, it's terrible. You like that. I was talking about old. that. Talking about that with Watson the other day because he does a sports podcast. And I'm like, what is the age range for sports? Because obviously Brady's out there, but yeah, he's, he's, he's an in anomaly. His 40s, yeah. And we were realizing that a lot of these kind of things, like they get them young mm-hmm. and then they stay in there until, until they're in they like ruin 20s. something. I yeah. remember watching a video a few years ago and one of the commentators in a baseball game was like, he's 35, he's on his way out, he's already a little bit too old for the league. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking uh, about? Way to make me feel like my life is already coming well, to an end. And, and Meanwhile, the, I'm sitting the there thing, eating the a is, baconator uh, off my chest. The, like, the, the thing so is, old. especially <laughs> with, with actual physical sports, not, we'll, we'll, Keep right. esports right out of this. Right. The thing is, is you get drafted into your sport sometimes as early as seventeen if yeah. your parents have like if they sign the waiver right. and you're already a senior in high school. Right. Sometimes you start off at seventeen, and if you're like playing baseball and you're a pitcher, by the time you turn thirty five, you've already thrown thirty, forty thousand pitches at ninety plus miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Your rotator cuff alone. Oh, you don't have arms is anymore. Fucked. What yeah. rotator cuff? Exactly. You're. <laughs> Your fucking ratchet set known as your rotator cuff. <laughs> and that's fair. But it's just crazy to think that anybody who's 35. Anyway, no. I was trying to say, like, the league should be protecting these kids. Right. Like a union saying, if everybody has this many hours per week to train, that's it. Well, and that's going to be the next thing that happens is you're going to get a player's union. Yeah. A player's Which union is- that is... <laughs> Isn't going to be in the same effect as a, a workers union, like a Teamsters union, where they say, after this amount, we get paid this amount. Yeah. It's going to say, after X amount of hours, we demand this much time off. Yeah. Which is 100% fair. Because if you're training these kids, and I'm going to say kids because they are all at they're waste. They're, they're if seven years younger than me. I am only twenty six, but if you are under twenty five, you're a fucking kid. Right. That's just how all, it is. All these kids are training. You know, twelve plus hours a day. Mm-hmm. Carpal tunnel's a thing. Just as a quick side note, there are actually two groups that are working to establish esports player association right. um, unions. Unions. Yeah. Uh, sports I... Business Journal has an article on it. Wow. Can yeah. I point out really quick that we are truly in the darkest timeline when we have to have unions formed. To for protect, video games? To protect esports players. And what's great is that they're specifically focusing on Overwatch and Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Yeah. CSGO. Yeah. Which is funny because, like, if you really wanted to start this off, you would have started with League of Legends. Or Dota. Oh, my should've. God. You should have. That's the thing, I but, think, is they realize by this point that they're like, okay, we, we need help. Right. And, you know, both League of Legends and Dota, they've kind of fallen off the map. Like, they're still a thing, but they're not as huge. Uh, we are going to have to bang through the rest of our, our news articles pretty quick. We are already at our hour oh my point. God. Oh, shit. But, well, um, but we talked about Battlefield for a really, really long quick. Time. But while we're still on the topic of shooters, I just wanted to bring up a fun analogy that I had the other day with the woman who makes our food at work. Okay. We were talking about, uh, she was asking me from a gamer's perspective, like what I, what my thoughts were on some of these, uh, the horrendous shootings that have been going on in this country and how some of them, the new media will tie back to, oh, he played video games. So obviously that's the trigger. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let me put it to you this way. Like he's a gamer. Sure. But he's mostly a murderer. Like if someone breaks into your home and beats you to death with a hammer, you don't call that person a carpenter. They're a murderer. <laughs> right. Like I hate when people just confuse it. They're, they're not like, oh, he, uh, he worked at Home Depot and he was a carpenter and that was what triggered him. It's just because it Seeing correlates hammers every day. Just... Correlation is not causation, as they told us in statistics. Right. But think she was like, that's a really good analogy. You're very bright. And I was like, oh, thank you. So, just yeah. because so I wanted to bring that up. Just because I'm breaking that, up like, ice cubes with an ice pick doesn't make me an ice pick murder. Yeah. Right. People um, ever since like even Columbine, 
which was it's always about the, the music it's and always been about music and video, video games. games and it's like it literally never has been well he ted played nugent. doom that one time and he listened to judas priest yeah oh no <laughs> judas priest maybe ted does nugent that mean we're said, all murderers at heart yes apparently ted nugent was like maybe it's the poor diet in schools that's causing them to be murderers and i was like okay ted that is a problem <laughs> but that's not the right problem that's not this problem yeah ted all right uh, anyway okay so i'm just i'm literally gonna blow through we these, got these next three articles two uh three i erased one oh okay it's two. so <laughs> news uh, is not news anymore jeff news is irrelevant sarah made it so uh, i'm censoring the news so after that censor uh there is going to be a solo switch bundle yeah coming out in japan <laughs> bundle now, not bundle. by solo switch I don't mean a Han Solo switch. I mean a switch that is literally just the screen and the switch, Joy-Cons. A Star Wars story? I hate you. Go on. Switch, a Nintendo story, asshole. <laughs> um, so in this bundle-less bundle, it's literally just the screen and the Joy-Cons. You don't get a dock. You don't get Joy-Con dri- grips, no HDMI cable, no power cable. Yep. Uh, it'll cost 24,980 yen or about roughly $227 U.S., uh, which is only taking about seventy to eighty dollars off uh, a regular U.S. Yeah. price tag. Uh, Japan is doing this because they want every household that has a switch to have multiple switches, which is fair. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it makes sense. That's because, what Nintendo wants, ideally. Well, the huge thing about the Switch is multiplayer. Yeah. Not to mention, like we said last week, with their family plan for their online service is going to mm-hmm. be for up to eight people, not right. four. Their family is eight people, so like, get a, get yourself a household. Get some roommates. I don't know what you're going to do, but like get a bunch of people together yeah. and and do that. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting. I got to talk to my cousin Tim who came back from, from Japan. Back in Japan for a while. And he was saying that they don't own a Switch yet because they're still too expensive because the US dollar and the yen are pretty balanced right now. Right. But yeah. for console, for like games and stuff like the Switch, they just pull the US price tag and convert it to yen. Like not so much a currency conversion as a direct like, right. okay, $300. It's this much in yen. Right. Yeah. And like th- I think that's around thirty thousand yen, which is why they're saying they're dropping a lot off by bringing it down to twenty four nine. Yeah. So he's like, it's still been too expensive for us. Mm-hmm. So we haven't been able to pick one up. The the thing about the switch is that it just takes a regular USB C. I would not use like one of them lightning cables with the fast charging because the switch's battery isn't that strong. It's not as strong as a phone battery, but like Whoops. any any yeah, you've gotten lucky. Any like <laughs> regular USB C cord will fucking charge it. Just got buy one for five bucks. <laughs> Like, you can do this. You don't have to already own a Switch to buy this. Right. You can just buy this part. It's really just knocking out the stuff that would connect it to your TV. Yeah. Which, which you really then it's not arguably really you don't need. But especially if, you if play like in 1080, like especially if you've got one of your like say you know you have your Switch, you have a dock with it. If you wanted to get a second Switch that was just for Sarah, then she could get the the solo version if right. you were in Japan. Yeah. Then it's cheaper for her to get just the console, and then you can just switch out who's using the dock because right reasonably you probably only have one TV anyway. Like reasonably, people, yeah. I mean, we don't, but we're not reasonable people. Most yeah, people. we're we're, like, yeah. we're gamers. So I think this is cool, but like it's gonna benefit some people this isn't going to benefit everybody and this is only in japan yeah so, so right I mean, now anyway th- as of right now this this story is kind of irrelevant to us but i, I think but that it, it could it, happen in theory here. it could it, yeah it could happen here i i don't see it going for the price point that it is no going there i like think in our equivalent if they brought it here it would have to go down at least a hundred dollars yeah minimum. it would have to be at least like 199 yeah to to go over that imaginary 200 barrier but, and at that point you're really borderline with the 3ds because 3ds you're or even the new 2ds you're looking at like 279 289 not yeah. even 
to I can get a new Pikachu edition 2DS for $160 right now at uh, Target. That's the one I want. Yeah, I know. Target. I almost bought it today. Oh, I would have cried. Uh, you would have yelled at me. <laughs> yes, but I would have also cried. You wouldn't have gotten the right amount of points because it's a Nintendo product. Exactly. But, uh, um, so Speaking of Nintendo and Pikachu. Um, yeah, actually, I can jump over to that one. Speaking of Pikachu oh, actually. and Nintendo. No, I've just actually been being dyslexic. I thought that said Pokemon, and then I no. also read the CEO as uh, John Cena. Um, well, So I'm, just I'm count just, me out no, of news today. I'm just going to skip over that one because this is a real quick one. Um, as of this past week, Alola Pokemon have been added to Pokemon Go even uh, before even the fourth generation Pokemon have been added. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's Bull, it's so stupid. Fourth gen will never be added. It's they're they're never improving the game. They're just making it worse. Is it anyway. the awkward phase that they're like, we don't want people to remember when we had pimples? Like Yeah, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, care. I don't okay. play Pokemon Go anyway. So that's that. Um last of the episode, PlayStation News, actually. So PlayStation CEO John Codera said this week that the PS4 is entering the final phase of its life cycle. Can you believe that? It feels like it just came out. I mean it does, but it, I mean, it was what twenty thirteen. So yeah, yeah it's been five years ago. PlayStation Four. Yeah, that was two thousand thirteen. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. PlayStation Three dropped in two thousand six. We got ours in twenty fourteen, a year after it came out. The PlayStation right. Two. If I've forgotten how first. long we've lived here, like so, part um, of it feels like it's too soon. But when you think about like the PlayStation One or the the original PSX dropped in ninety three. And then we went seven years to 2000 right, PlayStation yeah. 2, six years to the PlayStation 3, and now yeah. we've gone, jeez, so, yeah. Th this doesn't mean that they're going to ramp back on productions or they're just stopping completely. No. It literally just means that there's been a steady decline in hardware sales. Yeah. And that sh it should be expected to continue in the next few years. They're... It it's because of the way that they do their math. Um, it's their projections. They've been if they I don't remember the exact numbers, but if they they have been selling say 19 million units a year, they're going down very slowly every single year. Right. Because of course, there's only so many fucking people in the on the planet. If everybody owns a PS4, nobody's going to be buying them. Duh. Right. So they that's why they said this is the start of the end, but it's still not the over. End. Right. I, and like that being said, Kudera also said that the PS5 shouldn't be expected for a minimum of three years from now. Yeah. So we're looking at at least 2021. Yeah. I yeah. Which is totally fine. That the, gives more time to develop. Yeah. The, the release of the PS4 Pro helped. Oh, yeah. Helped extend the life. Up. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't fucking want a PS5 yet. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want that. Everyone, everyone keeps talking about, oh, they're going to announce it at E3. That you no, won't, they're not, not going to see it this year. No. no, it's not happening. Everyone wants it to no. happen. It's not happening. But. If an, you might see a new console next year from either Microsoft or a Switch Two, you know, something along that that line. Oh, that'd be awkward. Now or or <laughs> or you're going to see a portable from any of the three companies. Yeah. Uh, Which will be tricky. I could um, get into a whole nother podcast arguing I could, why I think that there's we're seeing the end of portable consoles. I see a rise in portable consoles, but like you said, we, a whole nother podcast. No, no, no. We're we going to make a poster. And it's just going to be your head and against my head. And it's going like, to be like, like portable Floyd consoles. Mayweather poster. Yes. No, you guys are both stupid because we talked about that last week. <laughs> we did. But I still can see possibly a, a rise in a, a portable console, either from Sony or from Microsoft. Um, 
granted that being said, Sony did just announce, like Sony, the corporation did just announce that they're trying to focus off of gadgets and more on bigger things such as TVs and actual consoles, not portables. Yeah. So who knows? We'll have to check either this year, next year, three years from now, you know, what happens. But yeah, that's that's really it. Cool. That's it. That's that's the end. Hit stop. No, no goodbyes. Thank you guys so much for listening. (laughs) If you want to learn more about us and our stuff, check out yeahdudegamers.com. Definitely go there and check out the Battlefield Down Carrot article that I put up because it's right funny. Also, uh, I'm real proud of it. I did. It's a little bit further down now because uh, you've hired people to be very active on our website. I sure did myself. But I did an E3 for dummies, um, basically explaining what every company's doing when, in case you give a shit, and links to their streams, even to their <gasps> Twitches and their YouTube. So that sounds super useful. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it's a very exciting year. For yeah, E3. It, it sure is. Everyone's still going to be disappointed. I want to make a nice flow chart for everyone that's just like... A disappointment chart? Did a game? Did a new game come out? Yes. Was it the same as the old one? And like every path just leads to disappointment. <laughs> be disappointed did, did, did and be angry Did a new game get Twitter. announced? Yes. Is it Skyrim? No. Yes. Be angry. Be angry. If no, if be no, angry. Be angry. <laughs> oh my God, I have a meme to show you guys when this is done. I just uh. want to see more Death Stranding. Yeah. They did say that's, we'll see more about that. That's Milkison still doesn't know what the fuck the game's about. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, they're going to talk he literally about that. It's the best part. Yeah. That's one of those games that it doesn't, he could drop it tomorrow and be like, this game came out, I'm saying nothing else, and I'd still go out and spend all my money on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Trust in the Kojima. Yes. Always. Exactly. Um, Konami couldn't, and look what happened to them. <laughs> don't forget to look at the mystery link of the week, because I forgot to look a couple weeks in a row, and they made me laugh really hard. One of <laughs> yeah, them did. Yeah, do that. One of them did. I kept forgetting to mention it, so do yeah, that. Yeah, I know. So do that. Go look at it. And otherwise, we will sign off, and we'll see you all again next week for more of what happened between then and now. Yeah. Until next time, happy gaming. See ya. Bye-bye. This Week in Gaming is a production of YDG Studios. Your hosts are Sarah Green, Josh Needham, and whoever Jeff decides to be this week. The podcast is organized by Sarah Green and edited and produced by Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by our patrons, For Love of Nerd and Eileen Hubbard. Thank you. To learn more about Yadude and all the things we do, check out yadudegamers.com. Yeah,